But now let's bring in our next guest, and that's David Bars, the founder and CEO of XOUT Capital with his large cap fund, XOUT. Welcome to the show, David. Hey, Tom, thanks for having me. All right, so your focus on eliminating stocks that don't meet criteria instead of picking winners here. Which names are you looking at here that are uh, taking the high road out of there on the XOUT uh, ETF? Yeah, what a perfect segue from your last guest who was promoting NVIDIA, which just happens to be one of our largest positions. It's too hard for me to select that stock as a winner, even though it's been so obvious to many for so long. We just focus on eliminating the securities that we think are gonna underperform in a broad-based index like the US large cap equity market. So in this particular quarter, we've just rebalanced. And surprisingly, Visa uh, failed to perform well under our model and has been X'd out of the portfolio Visa is a technology company, obviously in the payment space. It's been well discussed how disruptive the payment space has been. There are so many young upstart companies that are entering into that space, trying to disrupt the long-term players like, like Visa. Uh, and, and it just scored poorly under our model as a result of its deceleration and growth. And that's a primary driver for what ends up scoring companies worse. You're showing a list of all the, the securities that we end up owning that take care of themselves. We let these winners just take care of themselves. Tesla was actually a company that had been excluded in the prior quarter after the second quarter's sort of deceleration. It then turned things around and the third quarter numbers were much better, got back into our portfolio before this recent run. And you use the word parabolic, boy, talking about another parabolic stock. And as a result of the way our model works, we end up overweighting the securities we own by the amount of the market cap of the securities we excluded, and we exclude 250 names. Yeah, and uh, just going through uh, the breakdown of this, you, you, you know, it's based mainly on IT. You've got healthcare in there, consumer discretionary. Are you seeing any areas within uh, the ETF, David, that are outperforming over the last several weeks, even though, you know, we've seen all four major indices hit record highs today? Yeah, I mean, look, uh, we are um, underweight financials. We're almost zero weight energy. Those two uh, sectors, if you will, have hurt us, notwithstanding the fact that we own such a, a small percentage, or even in some cases, a low, uh, almost a zero percentage. We've been able to still, as of today, it was perfect timing for you, uh, outperform the S&P 500 this year. That means with a stock like Exxon and Chevron, which we have not owned, they are X'd out. Uh, those stocks have had fantastic performance in 2021, but they have never met our score to get into the portfolio. And stock price performance is not in and of itself an important criteria for us. We're looking at fundamental factors like revenue, labor growth, whether they're investing in their own company, R&D investment, and buybacks of stock, of their own stock. And, and those companies haven't scored well, and yet here we are without a, a ownership percentage of them still outperforming a broad index like the S&P 500. Uh, yeah, yeah that, uh, pretty significant, the fact that you know, you're, you're, you've X'd out financials and oil, which have done really well this year, and you're still beating the S&P 500. Uh, that says a lot with that. But if you look at some of the names that you're adding in here, one of the names that stuck out to me was Moderna. Is this one in the XOUT ETF? I mean, it's down pretty significantly, probably on the back of the Pfizer news, but you've also got Pfizer and Abbott in there also. 
Yeah, Moderna is um, is one of those securities that's had obviously uh, quite a, a price volatility. Uh, its its growth rate has been extraordinary as a result of what's happened. I think the daily price moves are disconnected from their quarterly financial results because it tends to trade on news as and when it's released, as you can see from this chart. And so I, I'd say to you, we're about long-term secular decline. Let's, let's keep everybody focused on what they should be focused on, which is long-term secular decline. It's too hard to pick stocks on an active basis and time your entry and exit on a daily basis. It's just too hard to do. We're about deciphering long-term secular decline, and we find it's easier to do that by excluding companies that are simply failing to perform. And we think the primary driver for that is, back to your prior guest, technological disruption. If companies have not figured out how to deal with disruption over the long term, they're just going to lag. Yeah, and I think if you look at uh, the the NASDAQ kind of leading so far this year, that technologically technological advantage that you're seeing in a low interest rate environment with some pretty good economic data and corporate results doing well. Uh, one name that I kind of wanted to ask you about a little bit was Lyft. We've seen a a little bit of a rally in there this week, but this is one that you've X'd out also, right? Uh, it was X'd out. I believe it got back into the portfolio. And and I think Lyft is another one of those companies. It was uh, obviously impacted negatively from the uh, the pandemic. Its uh, its growth rate had decelerated significantly. And and companies like uh, Lyft and Uber are, are sort of on the fringe of turning themselves around. They're obviously going to end up picking up growth, especially in light of uh, today's announcement from Pfizer that they've come up with a pill, hopefully gets approved by the FDA. And as uh, others have talked about, maybe this is the beginning of the end of the pandemic and, and back to a new normal where people go back to driving those cars. And I think price inflation on those, uh, those rideshare companies has obviously um, started factoring into the environment. I think if you live in New York like I do and you take an Uber now, it's probably twice, if not three times more expensive than it was prior to the pandemic. Yeah, same uh, same in Chicago, David. Feeling the pain every time I want to take an Uber nowadays. Uh, so uh, hopefully those prices come down. All right, uh, that's David Bars. He's the founder and CEO of XOut Capital. Ticker symbol XOUT is ETF.